0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of Doctrine and Doxology. It is good that we are here and we're glad that you are here as we try to talk about the truths of the Bible, uh, different doctrines to help us both in our understanding, but also in our worship, our adoration and appreciation of God.
1: Absolutely. And it's very good to be back. Very good. Almost two weeks in a row. Exactly. Yeah. We're on a roll now.
0: Man, that's a streak. I think that counts as a streak. Okay. But not a dynasty.
1: Not a dynasty.
0: It is good to be back. It is good to be um, covering today's subject because I think it's not its not just a um, biblical truth and that's what makes it good, but, it, but it's also very applicable to today's cultural climate.
1: That's true because many people, many people seem to be very confused on how things should be.
0: Yeah, and I think that number's growing with younger people. Yes, it is. Because that's the this is the world they're they're growing up in.
1: Right. They're they're living the world without God and without his rules, without his standards. And we want to get back to the Bible. What did God's word say?
0: So we have been covering creation and we yes. covered uh specifically creation of humanity true and now we are going to dive a little deeper into that and discuss gender
1: oh but, my goodness
0: but not everything about gender we're not going to be exhaustive we're just going to ask of course some,
1: we're we're never exhaustive
0: i'm exhausted but not exhausted correct and we're going to ask just some general questions about gender
1: yeah and the I, first question yeah if you'll allow me to ask it please why did God create two sexes?
0: Because he can. Next question.
1: Okay. <laughs> you want me to go to the next question really?
0: No, I mean we can talk more about it if you'd like.
1: Well, I mean there's there's specific reasons, you know, we did we do know that God created Adam first and then he he needed a helper. Should yes. we
0: first talk about what the two genders are? I mean, should we at least... Well, I'm
1: not confused about that.
0: I know, but should we at least say something about that?
1: No, let's just skip this part. No, yeah, we can say something. I don't
0: know that anybody's really... Well... There's man and woman, I don't know that anybody listening to us is confused, but...
1: Well, there's man, and there's woman.
0: There's two. Two genders, that's it. Two
1: genders. Yes, absolutely.
0: And they don't change. They're given to us... Before birth by God.
1: Right. If you have a sonogram or have seen one, you could tell. I can't, but.
0: I can't. I never could read those things.
1: But the the experts can tell you're going to have a son or you're going to have a daughter.
0: Yes. So biological sex corresponds with gender. Right. And we are assigned gender by God in the womb. Yes. And that gender remains our gender through the rest of eternity,
1: the rest of our lives.
0: And it's it's set in biological concrete. Yes, so, it is. so even people who undergo surgeries or take hormones or whatever else, if you just looked at their blood or their DNA or their genetics, they're male or female.
1: Yeah, they still have the chromosome things that we studied together in biology.
0: Yeah, we're. I mean, we're getting way above our pay grade here, but...
1: Hey, I took the class. You were there, too.
0: We know all those things to be true. I still think there are people out there who struggle with that.
1: Well, it, is it because society says one thing, even though God's Word says something completely different?
0: I think people struggle with it because there's this massive void... And they're trying to find a solution to it. There's something wrong, and they're looking to correct it.
1: I had a void once, but I do, God I, filled I it. Don't
0: want to know. <laughs> I mean, well, like
1: my void was my need for God, my need for right sanity in my life. Uh, get me on the right course. To, uh, follow God, so.
0: But if you're if you don't know about God, if you don't know about the gospel, or you are choosing not to believe in God, then right, you're turning right. to anything that you can find relief
1: for. You know why I had just a wild thought just now. Uh, I'm thinking people in remote areas that don't have the resources or the ability to hear of media. I don't think they get confused.
0: No, I mean, I I don't know that they do either. And I don't know that past generations
1: have been confused.
0: Yeah, they dealt with things differently.
1: I mean, there's always tomboys, you know, girls who are rough and wrestle and climb trees.
0: Well, and there's always the outliers of every generation and every society. Yes. But we're talking about a mainstream view of gender being fluid or changeable or wrong at right. birth or whatever right. else
1: but just because you have a tender side as a male doesn't mean you're a woman Cause, right because we consider our our label women as being tender and just because a woman may be stout and sturdy and can whip me any day she wants to doesn't make her a man
0: well and i don't want to simplify some of the things that people are struggling with right I'm just saying from the Bible's perspective, I don't think trying to change your gender is the answer.
1: No, I think that would lead to many, many, many more difficulties in the future.
0: I think so, too. And I think that's one of the things that that we're going to find as my generation starts getting into their 60s, 70s and 80s. Some of the side effects of these hormones and surgeries yeah. and lifestyle starting to mess with
1: what God created to be very good
0: yeah I I think uh, I'm again I'm no doctor but I think we're gonna see skyrocketing cases of liver failure and kidney failure and all kinds of things just because of the medicine right that I mean we're trying to we're actively fighting against our bodies our natural bodies with medicine and it's it's not going to be good
1: something to try to change us
0: yeah so i'm not i'm not trying to simplify or minimize the struggles in the heart and in the mind of people who sh- who are are wrestling with their gender i'm just wanting to say that's not the answer trying to change your gender isn't the answer it's not going to no, solve the problem absolutely not and no matter what we do or try to do, our gender is actually going to be set permanently from before birth. Absolutely. So e- even the science there, or we we were crying out science, you know, during the pandemic and all of these things, listen to the science. Well, the science says it, it's in your, <laughs> it's in your genes, it's in your DNA. The science is there. And the Bible's right along with that. They're, the science is corroborating the biblical narrative. That Absolutely. there are two genders and they they are permanent. Yes. So back to our original question. Why did God create those two. two genders? Well, I have a I have an answer.
1: I do, too. You get the same one you got. Procreation. That's not the answer. I have, I have. children.
0: That's not my answer. I knew well, that was going to be your answer. So I have a different answer. Oh,
1: good. I'm glad you came up with something different. Yep. Do You want to expound on that or does that say it by itself?
0: no i'll after you're done i'll i'll go
1: i think i just think that you know one of the main purposes that god created pairs of all animals is so that they could reproduce and have little puppies and little kitty cats and and little humans yes i don't want to put us at a level with
0: puppies and kitty cats puppies
1: and kitty cats cuz i realize that we are created in god's image which we don't want to forget that part Right. We are created in God's image and uh, both male and female are created in God's image. Right. And we are the ones that Jesus died for. Right. You know, we're the God created us with a need for him. And then he provided a way through Jesus Christ to have a close relationship with him. Yes. I think that's great.
0: Yes. So procreation is a big Absolutely. Big deal in this. I think the other aspect of it is that God made us social creatures.
1: Okay. I think he did too.
0: Because He, when he creates Adam, he looks at him and, and he says, he doesn't say anything about procreation. He just says it's not good that he's alone. That there's okay. not a helper yeah. for him. None of these animals match up. There's, there's nothing here that, that pairs with Adam. So I make woman. And we're social creatures. It's not good for us to be alone. God's designed us that way. So we have these social relationships. Right, right. And I think that mirrors... I don't want to go too far into this because I think if you go too far, it's wrong. But I think it mirrors a little bit of the, the makeup of the Trinity, there's there's this social element even within God, okay. right? He socializes with us. Uh, he has harmony even in in himself, and there seems to be this thread all throughout the Bible, all throughout creation, that God is glorified in diversity that is also unified, and so you see that all throughout creation. There's so much diversity in creation, and yet it's yes, unified. Yes. In the the workings of creation, and that that screams God's power and create creative abilities and yeah, control, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I think the same can be said to some degree, at least, of humanity. That there's there's difference in male and female, yes, and yet they become one in marriage right. and in union, and God is glorified in that unified diversity. Yeah. And I think we see a little bit of that. I, again, I don't want to go too far with this, but a little bit of that in the relationship of the Trinity. Okay. This harmony, this three-in-one kind of harmony.
1: Well, and they use the same, God uses the same language where the two, a uh, man will leave his father and mother and the two will become one flesh. Yeah. So it's kind of have the same idea that we are to be one, united. With our spouses. Yep. And uh, so we usually think alike. We usually have the same pattern or pretty close to the same pattern how to raise our children. Yeah. So we have a lot of agreement um, we should have.
0: My grandparents were married 67 years and I realized at some point in their marriage that if you live that long, And are fortunate enough to stay married that long. Then you will have spent more time with your spouse by the end of your life. Than you spent at home with your parents or your children at home with you combined.
1: That's true. Interesting thought.
0: I mean let's just average it because I don't do math. Let's do 20 years old. You're, You're 20 when you move out of your parents house. Your kids are 20 when they move out of your house. You've been That's married. 40. You've been married 60 years to your spouse. Yeah. That's an extra 20 years alone with your spouse without anybody else in the home on top of the other 40 that you've already had together. Well, and or the, 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 the other 20. 20. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's an interesting thought. Anyways. So be choicey when choosing that person that God would have you have. Ask God.
0: how many times
1: in the Old Testament have you probably even New Testament where you see somebody go along really great or following God, and yet they make a crazy decision without asking God. And it ends up detrimental to generations yeah. yeah, for many generations.
0: Yeah. Anyways, as we as I was thinking about the made in the image of God component of male and female, I think the social aspect. Okay, uh, helps me see that connection there, Cause God's, So that
1: goes along with being married sixty years, and and you're more time with your spouse than with your children or your parents.
0: Well, that oneness, yeah, yeah, and how how maybe how deep and lasting that oneness can be. It's
1: crazy. It is. What's the
0: next question, Choncho?
1: Next question. Wait a minute. What's my name again? I don't think so. I don't think so, Chancho. Okay, the question is, can men and women be equal and yet have different roles?
0: Yes. Next question.
1: Okay. That goes right along with the uh, made in the image of God as well. Yeah. You know, God the Father, God the Son, the Holy Spirit, equal in power, equal in a lot of things, but still there's a an element of
0: differing roles
1: different roles yeah god is the father the son is submissive to the father
0: yeah i mean i think sometimes we're guilty of making too big a deal of those roles the distinguishing yeah. roles but they're still there especially in um salvation i mean we we find each each person of the trinity doing That's his a different specific role. point yeah, yeah. Uh, So they're there. I don't want to make too much uh, because the Trinity is not as easily divisible as we like to sometimes talk about it. Correct. Um, But still, nonetheless, yeah, there's there's equality and yet differing roles. And that definitely is part of God's design in creating male and female.
1: Right. Right.
0: God is glorified in our differences. He's pleased in our differences and he's embedded those differences from before the fall i mean we're talking we're talking the garden of eden the beginning of creation no sin in the universe and god has made us different i don't think the difference is the issue though that most people have i think it's the equality at least in our well yeah but even even
1: the scriptures say that we are equal
0: absolutely i think the new testament stresses Uh, it Profoundly.
1: I thought I had a scripture to read for you, but I don't have it right now. It's on the next page.
0: Well, I think you do. Uh, Colossians, right? There's neither male nor female, but all are in Christ. Yeah. I mean, that's that's Paul's point. We just have this tendency to think that we're defined by our roles. That we're, we're our value is based on our roles. And that our roles either make us elevated or subservient, subservient yeah. to one another. And that's just not at all God's design and intention.
1: Yeah. A lot of times, well, Eve was to be God's helper. I mean, to be Adam's helper. Yeah. Because Adam can't do it alone. Right. So, you know, you could say, well, then a wife would be the husband's helper. But it's not always the weak helping the strong. No. a lot of times... When God helps us, it's definitely not the weak helping the strong. Right. It's the strong assisting Hold, the weak.
0: Holding up the weak or the exhaust. Right, and a lot of times
1: if you were to help a child build a uh, model airplane or whatever, uh, it's definitely not the, could be the weak helping the strong, but usually it's the the more knowledgeable helping the the one who needs help.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we've we've read into these roles that God has assigned to us and given us in gender. Right. And have co- have equated our identity and our value to those things. And God the whole time is saying, look, I, he's died for male and female. There, there is no more male or female. But everybody's in Christ. Right. Everybody's the same at the cross. Everybody's the same before God.
1: What scripture did you say?
0: I think it's in Colossians. I got a
1: First Corinthians 11 11 and 12.
0: I mean, you can read it. I'll look up the other one. Uh, I'm not sure it says so
1: without looking it up, getting my phone out like you're doing. Oh, well then give me a second. There's a first Peter three, seven. Peter tells husbands they are to bestow honor on their wives, on their wives.
0: Okay. Oh, I was wrong. It's not Colossians. There's, there's a, Similar phrase in Colossians, but this one's in Galatians 3. Uh, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free. There is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to promise.
1: Uh, In the Lord, woman is not independent of man, nor man of woman. Oh, yeah, that's Whereas the first woman Corinthians was made yeah, for man. So man is now born of woman. First Corinthians 11, 11 and 12.
0: I just look at the creation of male and female. And I think man is so important that there are these two genders and that each one is doing right, its part. Right. It's so important that God created woman.
1: Right. And there's such a element fill these of these uh, needs such an element of submission to each other. Yeah. As you go through life together, uh, for the single purpose of glorifying God, sometimes through children and sometimes through your, uh, through your friendships, through any part of your life, you're glorifying God as a team. Yeah. And that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Two, you know, the cord of three is not easily broken. Proverbs says, and two is stronger than one. Yeah. So, uh, it's definitely beneficial to have that as that helper
0: yeah it's to get so through life and god saw it as so necessary that he created woman from the rib of man it, he was it was the only thing in the garden that god said wasn't good before sin everything else he made was good 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 and then he okay. looks at adam and he says it's not good that he's alone Yes, creates Eve and then says it's very good.
1: Very good. I
0: mean, this is God's. This is God putting extreme value on the role that women play in conjunction with men. I mean, God has just set up all of creation to hinge upon right male and female and their complementary. Well, it's
1: not roles. I think it's very important, but it's not the only way we can live life a lot of people are destined to be single
0: right i I still i still think these things matter uh even even to single people i'm not saying that single women submit to men yeah i'm saying wives submit to their husbands not single women submit to every man but still a single man or a single woman has specific roles to play right in the church in society in creation. and creation very important roles too absolutely
1: uh, just like paul single man you know helped christianize the known world at the time
0: yeah so I'm, I'm just god has not devalued any one gender over another right. he's actually said you're you're so important to one another that creation's not going to go on without you
1: well that kind of stands to reason
0: not just in not just in procreation but even in just mere existence
1: yeah if we if everybody quit having children right now
0: well yeah but i mean like even socially. there you go i'm talking even socially even i don't know culturally okay well
1: we did it huh Pretty much. It's got almost everything I highlighted. I mean,
0: we've probably gone beyond ourselves. I know that. I think back to the fact that God so loved the world, he gave his only son. And so I I think back when we have these discussions about equality among men and women in the eyes of God, It's just so good for us to remember that Jesus so values male and female. He dies for them.
1: Right, right.
0: He gives his life to save males. He gives his life to save females.
1: And we're all lost in a world of hurt without Christ.
0: And God is adopting sons and daughters, and that's us. And, man, that just should scream how much each gender is valued before god each person is valued by god
1: and we should also strive to not get those things confused yeah whether it's through gender or whether it's through marriage of a same gender couple yeah We we need to do it god's way we need to follow his rules he's the rule maker because he's the creator
0: and he's doing what's best his rules aren't burdensome right or hindrances for your good therefore are good and sometimes that's painful because it's going against society norms or even our own flesh but we have to trust that god's plan is good and it is best and i know in my own life anytime i've tried to go my own way in things right uh, it just ends in more disaster
1: that's right because you could be headed down a very steep hill headed for a big old cliff Man, this is and just no worse breaks and
0: worse and worse
1: and no breaks that's right and your only way out of this is through christ i don't know i don't know I'm, i just based, I'm, I'm started not winging falling. stuff there i'm yeah. sorry
0: you just started the sentence and hoped that it would end somewhere uh, i let it
1: grow and let it grow and then i couldn't see any way out except jesus, jesus take the wheel <laughs>
0: jesus the sunday school answer jesus yeah well, I know, again, we weren't exhaustive. There's a lot more to this discussion. Um, even it, just a cursory look at it sometimes feels so inadequate compared to the mountain right, of discussions right. that happen in our culture, our society about this stuff right now. But maybe this at least helps somebody to start thinking about it and um, consider the biblical perspective and narrative of these things. Yeah, yeah I hope so. Well, if you would like to contribute to the conversation or add a comment or send a question, you can do so at any of our social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You can find a link to all of that on our website, DoctrineDoxology.com. There's not only the link to all of our social media pages, but also other resources there for you to take advantage of and other ways for you to contact us there and ways for you to donate to the ministry here. Uh, we will probably start considering opening up a new cohort of, of church leaders. Well that's good uh, to start receiving some free resources, solid biblical resources, but to do that we do need funding. And so if you would prayerfully consider donating to that ministry, every dollar of it does go to that ministry. Um, the ministry of, of building people up through good Christian literature, uh, please uh, go to the website doctrinedoxology.com yeah i'm done man that's my spiel
1: well you did a pretty good job today i'm just kind of proud of you
0: thanks thanks thanks
1: uh why don't i go ahead and pray and ask god's blessing on on this 25 30 minutes and uh Him to touch our lives terrific heavenly father we are truly grateful thankful for so many things uh primarily lord i i like to thank you for salvation where you took us and me specifically from a dark place into a a light place, a place where you dwell. And I thank you so much for calling my name and uh, calling me to you and uh, then giving me the faith to believe. And I thank you for the salvation you've given me. I pray that you uh, use each one of us, especially this podcast right now, for your glory. I pray that you use it to... Bring people to an awareness of you and uh, and write biblical teaching. Uh, please guide our lives. Please give us opportunities to share your love and help us to be bold in sharing the faith that brings salvation. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.